Hey sis, welcome to the Your Life, Your Rules podcast. I am thankful you are here. My name is Janine Gates and I have a new title, but we're not going to get into that right now. I will release more information very soon, but I wanted to release this episode so that you can meet a very special guest. But before we get into that, how are you sis? Before you answer, let's take three deep breaths together. So you can center yourself, forget about your long to-do list for a minute, and truly check in with yourself. Relax your shoulders. Let's take our three deep breaths together. Breathe in. Hold it. And slowly breathe out. Breathe in. Hold it and slowly breathe out. One more time. Breathe in. Hold it and slowly breathe out. Okay, do you have your favorite beverage in your hand? Because it's time for some grown woman girl time, sis. I am just super happy and overjoyed with life. God is good. Life is good. Janine is good. Everything around me is good. And I'm super happy to be back home in Dallas after spending a beautiful, restful, rejuvenating, and restoring month in Oregon. So I'm good. I hope you are good. Let's get into this episode. Hey, Alexis, welcome to the Your Life, Your Roles podcast. I am super excited to interview you because you're just that girl, like you are that girl. And when I was thinking of ladies to interview, after my mom, you came to my mind because what you are building in Oregon is just chef kiss, like girl. I remember when you came here, I still cannot believe you came here, I think either that day or the next day I met you on a rooftop and I was like this girl just moved here what is she doing but (laughs) since you touch your feet on these Portland streets you have been building community and really changing how it feels to be in Oregon as a black girl not seeing yourself every day and so I cannot imagine a better person to interview today so thank you thank you for saying yes and like I said when I reached out I am all about giving ladies their flowers now. And I think you know that I'm a natural cheerleader. I'll be in your DMs like, girl, you look cute. You know, I, yeah. that's just me. So I'm super excited you're here. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. And love everything that you're doing as well. Pouring positivity into women, like amazing. So you're get your flowers too. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. I want to start because you a new mom to a dog and I understand I'm an extra dog mom. So you might not consider yourself a parent, but I, yeah, do. I, do. I do. Okay, good. Cool. Tell me <laughs> about your little baby. Yeah. So I actually wanted a dog for a while. Um, I had a dog before, um, uh, but it was with a partner and it was a very bad situation. And so um, I had a little bit of fear of getting a dog and I'm in therapy. I've been in therapy for three years and my therapist was like, you should really do it. You really want a dog. It's, it'll teach you just more patience. Um, and so <laughs> you already know. 
Yeah. So yeah, my dog's name is Hendrix. Um, he's like a Chihuahua mix. He's a rescue. So his mom, like his mom was found abandoned in like Fresno, mm-hmm. California, pregnant. So these people took them in, nursed the puppies and all that. So he's super sweet and he's actually really well behaved for a puppy. Like he's he can get his fingernails clipped and he doesn't cry. We can, yeah, he doesn't, I can take him off to daycare. He's fine. Like baths, he just sits there shots doctors he just sits there so he's actually like my my kindred spirit that way like he's just chill and nice really excited to see people he's not like you know how little dogs kind of bark at people (laughs) he doesn't bark at people like that all he wants to do is just be loved by people and so he really just is a people person girl I didn't realize when you get a dog everybody named mom gonna talk to you so that's the part that I didn't prepare for because (laughs) I've lived in my apartment for three four years now and literally no one has spoken to me and like I got this dog and everybody knows his name like literally I'll be walking and people be like oh my god Hendrix I'm like I don't you don't even know my name and I don't even know your name (laughs) oh yeah dog's name because you just want to see him because he's a puppy but he is like really friendly so sweet yeah. how old is he love it yeah I love it and how old is he um six months so he's a puppy puppy oh you're not kidding that's a baby yeah he's a puppy puppy yeah okay congrats I have a small dog as well and yes people are so concerned about the puppy don't know my name not saying hi to me but will touch my dog I'm like hello I exist I, I I'm really good about boundaries so when people are like walking up to me I'm like I'm actually training him right now so like you can't say hi and people respect it I mean what are you gonna say I I'm really working on him with him of like his excitement around people and knowing he can't just run up to anybody. So I will assert my boundaries with strangers and just be like, hey, actually, you can't pet my dog. I know he's cute, but you can't because I'm training him right now. And most people are like, okay. Yeah, I was a person. Hi. I didn't do all the training in the beginning with Daisy and Daisy got a control girl. So when we moved to Dallas, the first thing I did with this girl was put her into obedience school. And so, yeah, I realized I'm like, oh, you can't pet her right now because she's training and stuff. And she also is not that friendly. So <laughs> it's best that you don't pet this girl. <laughs> but, <laughs> congratulations. I'm so glad that you have your baby. I love seeing your social media post about Hendrix. So congrats and welcome to the parenthood. Now, something I just have to discuss with you, because I don't know if I've ever made this comment, but you do give SZA vibes. Um, And so I was like, I wonder, does she like that comment or not? But I have to say, we went to a SZA concert, I think in 2017. You or Mimi introduced me to SZA. I love how I'll be going to concerts, buying a VIP ticket and not know the person. Because when y'all said, oh, y'all going to SZA concert, you want to go? I was like, oh, sure. So I started like binge listening to her music, which she is a phenomenal artist. But I have to know, and I'm sure the girls who follow you want to know, what is your connection with SZA? Um, what do you love about her? Yeah, tell us. Yeah, so I am, I hate when people do this, but I'm going to do it. I am a person <laughs> that has been listening to her from the beginning um z was a um was her first ep and so i think that came out in like 2015 or 2016 so i discovered her way back when um i've always been really into music um and so at that time like it was like spotify does that thing where it's like new art 
artist or like people we think you'd like. And so she played and I was like, oh, okay. I, I like her voice. I like her sound. I like her energy. And then when Control came out, I was in a weird place. I just got to Oregon. Um, I just got out of a really bad relationship. Like my college, like quote unquote, I don't even know if I want to call him a sweetheart, but this not here nor there. Somebody that I met in college that I was dating for four years. And so I got to Oregon, decided like, we're not going to we're not going to try and make this work. I'm going to come to Portland on my own. I didn't know anybody here. And so Control was just like such an important album to me. Um, everything was just about, you know, confidence and being seen and, you know, really just expressing like, honestly, like self-doubt within ourselves and how we can overcome that. And so like, for me, Control was about like, control and getting control over my own life and so I played that album out and when the tickets <laughs> when tickets went on so I was like of course I gotta get the meet and greet and actually I don't know if you know this when we went I told her I actually get told I look like you all the time and she's I like this yeah and she's like oh my god you're so beautiful like that's such a compliment I'm like for she you, you afterwards like she yeah. embraced you yeah. yeah, she embraced me when I told her that. And um, obviously that made my day. And now I'm gonna tell that story to anybody and anyone who listens. Um, but yeah, so I always had that connection. Um, I think we get that a lot because of my hair. I've always been a hair girl. My hair never, you know, I mean, people will never publicly see me with my hair slipping because that's just who I am. I've always been um really into my hair and for me it's more of a self-care thing like I've done my own hair since college and so I just like I don't know it's like pouring into myself it's like I make doing my hair like a, a love experience like I'm on a date with myself like I'll put my favorite movies on or like put on a show that I really like I like make it really comfortable I like you know have a look like my favorite snacks like I when I do my hair it's like my time like I don't know if other people do this but hell no yeah when I people like I hate doing my hair and I'm like well how do you do it because like I make it a whole experience where I'm like literally pouring into myself I'm washing my hair and I'm you know getting in there and I might have some music on like I'm very intentional about that and I guess I never really thought about it but yeah, when I do my hair, I like set my time. I turn my phone off. Like it's like my disconnect time. So I love that. So you said a couple things I want to um, dive deeper into, but I love that you set a date with yourself when you do your hair, because I don't like doing my hair and I'm like, Janine, well, what are you doing? So thank you. And I I have always loved that you can do your own hair. Your girl over here is doing a twist out, braid out, and we're keeping it very simple. But you be adding braids, adding weave, adding this and that. I'm like, girl, be getting down. To crochet, to my natural hair, to a ponytail. I just, I like versatility. And I used to be the Black girl that I didn't want to like stand out, you know, and like wanted to, um, you know, I didn't, I, you know, had the relaxer and all that. And then like when the natural hair movement came, I was like, you know, what, this is actually a moment to just kind of embrace who I am. And eventually it just turned into like who I am. Like, I love that I'll change my hair every two weeks and it throws people off and I don't care. Like, you're going to recognize me. And if you don't recognize me, you need to do better because my face doesn't change. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that's one of those things where I'm like, yeah, I just changed my hair and I love it. And it's just like a part of who I am and I just embrace it. Yes. I love that. Thank you for that tip. The next time I do my hair, I'm going to definitely make a date. I love that idea. I want to talk about the control album and you gaining more confidence because I did know you when you moved to Oregon um, when you first moved here and I have seen you evolve so much and you have transformed like we probably would hang out and I, you would be totally different than the person that you met the first day I mean I met the first day and I'm sure I'm totally different than the person you met the first day right. but also moving to unknown territory can shake ground for you <laughs> knowing that you moved to a place where um you struggled like let's be real you struggle I've also struggled like I, I'm born and raised in Portland but I did move away and I came back and it was just very different to build this community here like building community as an adult takes time like I live in Dallas now which is a lot of black people and it still takes a lot of time right. but I want to talk about how you evolved and how you became this confident lady who's also an introvert and very shy, but you have this big community who looks to you for black girls brunching. Yeah. First of all, I'm glad that you know that I'm an introvert because a lot of people think I'm an extrovert and it like complicates things for how they see me. And I'm very much an introvert that has extroverted qualities at times. Um, honestly, I stopped prioritizing men. <laughs> <laughs> I did I did I put myself first I realized how much I like longed for love and longed for a relationship and I and I I don't know what moment I clicked with myself maybe because I found myself in another toxic relationship when I was here I'm in a very you know emotionally and honestly physically abusive relationship here I I got out and I was like you know, only person that's going to be able to love you the way you want is you. And then that just like changed everything. Like I, summer 19, I like poured into myself. I like, um, gave myself like everything that I needed, took myself on dates. I would go to the movies girl by myself. I would like sneak in food. <laughs> I snuck in like a seafood boil once. I don't no, know. No, you didn't. Know, but... <laughs> I'm getting a little <laughs> But yeah, I like, I like legitimately like went to go see a movie by myself. I did it during the daytime. So nobody was there. And like it had, you know, I go to the nice movies with the recliners and I just like, I was, I've just been a person that's like, I'm going to give myself everything that I want. So I just started doing solo dates. And then I started taking my friends out on dates. I'm like, you know what? Like, let's go do the things that we would do with men. Like, let's go on a dinner date and get cute. I'm going to bring you flowers, right? Like, I'm going to be that person. Like, so I give my friends flowers ra randomly all the time. And so just like filling myself with love and just love was like my thing. Like, I'm going to love on me. I'm going to love on the people around me and I'm going to love on black women. And that is just how I have evolved and eventually got to like Black Girls Brunch Club. I, I love that. I do believe I've had similar, just nasty dating relationships, very few, but still did nasty. And I think that there's this idea when you're in your twenties to start your family. And so I've been one of those people who've been very concerned about, I want to be married. I want to have children. And when that's on your mind and that's at the forefront, 
you get into these nasty relationships. And I was like, girl, you need to sit down and focus on you. And similar journey, like going on dates by myself, never had a seafood boil at the movies, but that's hilarious. <laughs> that's one of the blackest things I did. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I don't even know how I got it in there, but it was nobody in the theater. I just was very strategic about when I picked my show times. But yeah, yes. I, I love it. Garlic. Yeah, I totally agree. Like feeding into your soul and building you up. And I'm in this place where I'm building girlfriends <clears throat> relationships as well. And it's just so much easier. And it's just a sense of peace because you get to love on each other. The way women, let, let me rephrase this. The way black women love on each other. Right. It's just chef kiss time is infinity. Like the way that we see each other, like, girl, your hair looks good. Like, you know, we're just so extra. And I love that. I love that. Um, let's talk about Black Girls Brunch. But before we talk about what people know today, because people don't know what you did years ago, like Bricks Tavern, you also took us to it a Black Girls Brunch. It doesn't exist anymore. But yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. And I remember you took us to a Black-owned restaurant in Beaverton. So you were doing Black Girls Brunch before Black Girls Brunch was this big. Talk to us about that because I'm also an introvert. People assume I'm an extrovert. I'm like, girl, I need my space. I need my time. But anyway, um, I want to talk about, like, first of all, how did this concept come into mind? How did you start? I can, you know your timeline better than I know it, but you definitely start like 2017-ish. And for it to be 2022, and this thing is selling out each time. You cannot find a big enough space for these ladies. Tell us about it, sis. Yeah. <laughs> so um, before, um, I'm originally from Wisconsin. And so people don't think that like, there's Black people there, but I'm from Milwaukee. Milwaukee is I love my city. I will always rep where I'm from, but it's ghetto. And there's a lot of Black people there. It's a lot. It's like 40% or something. That's pretty high for a city. So I always grew up having Black teachers and Black peers and Black women just surrounded in Blackness. I moved to LA, similar thing, right? Like Black girls, we would get together all the time. Like I went on hikes. There's, there's, it was like a young professionals group, but like we went on like hikes and we went to brunch and we had Taco Tuesday and it was such a young community and I think it's easier when you like all are fresh out of college and you know mm -hmm. everybody's like we're all in LA we just moved here um and so my family is actually from Seattle uh part of my family's from Seattle and so I was thinking like oh I'm gonna move to Portland like I knew Portland was white but um I was like I moved to Seattle I remember moved to Portland and it can't be that much different than Seattle like it can't it just can't be girl I got here and you know I was trying to make friends immediately because I was like I can't I'm a person that like I thrive in community you know how some people like they like isolate themselves when they're going through things and stuff I'm the opposite I thrive in healing community and that's just like who I've been um I embrace it I'm not the person that's like no new friends I'm like please more friends um and so I thrive in community so when I first got here I got on the apps <laughs> That's how I met, you know, I met you, I met Mimi, everybody. And so like, that's how I had already made friends. I was like, I am a person that needs community. So like, let me just find my, like, I'm finding black girls. And then, um, you know, six months in, I'm like, oh, like, this is different than anything I've experienced. Like, it's a, it's a passive racism, very passive. It's very passive here. Like, you know, it, it was people touching my hair and like full hands on in my hair, like mm -hmm. 
it was, you know, um, seeing how, and I have no, you know, date who you want, whatever. I don't care. But like seeing black men with white women at a, at a rate that I have never seen before in my life because I have lived in black cities. And yeah. so I'm like, damn, who looking out for us? <laughs> who no. looking out for Because I had talked to black woman after black woman who's like, I'm depressed. I'm sad. I never have felt this way. I'm in, you know, I'm in Portland. I'm, I'm struggling. And so I was like, well, you know, my favorite thing to do is brunch. <laughs> and so I set up that little brunch at, I forget what the restaurant is called, but it was in Beaverton. Um, to your point, it was black owned. My goal was to support a black owned business at that time. Um, and so, yeah, and it was like 20 of us. We had a great time. I still talk to all of them. And a lot of them still are coming to my brunch now. Um, so I did that. And I was like, it's kind of hard. Like, let me just make this an annual thing, right? So then I did it again. I think so. I think my first one had to be in 2018 because my next one was in 2019. And so um, doing it at Bricks Tavern then, and it was like 30 girls. And we, I thought I was worried. I had my little link set up and was like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna get 30 girls. And then <laughs> we got it, right? And I was actually planning to do one in 2020, but then obviously the pandemic hit and, you know, that was a hard time. And so I ended up, um, one of my uh, guy friends, he knows everybody under the sun. And I met this girl, Alicia. And like, we kind of talked, but we just introduced ourselves, but we didn't really like talk, talk. And then we had went to a yoga class, um, my friend, and we had all went to Jackie's, um, and we were, we just happened, you know how, like, you sit at a big table, and it's a lot of people, and you kind of just kind of sit there awkwardly, so she sat, she was sitting across from me, so we just parked up a conversation, and she was, like, fresh, like, she kind of had been traveling, so this was, like, her first few months of, like, being in Portland, and she's just, like, girl, like, it's hard, like, dating is hard, and, like just making friends is hard and like why are people like that like you know just asking all the questions that everybody asks when they get to Portland of like what is really going on here because you really don't know until you move here because you could like visit and it's like oh it's lit you could find a perfect weekend to come to Portland you would never know how <laughs> Portland really is right yeah. but then you get to you know, you live here and you're like, whoa, what's going on? And I was telling her like, yeah, I used to throw these brunches. They're really small though. Um, and I liked them because I felt like somebody always left with a friend or like people were connected or just like being with black women. And it's just felt supported, supportive. Right. And so she was like, oh, why don't you like do them again? And I was like, oh, I don't know. Maybe it was still at that time where like, we were like, kind of out of the pandemic you know um but it was still like people were just now being quote-unquote outside um mm -hmm. and so then she like I had went to an, somebody else's black girl brunch actually <laughs> and I no offense to this girl but I had went and I was like I got to create my own like I just in my back of my mind I, like, I got to do mine because the person who like threw it didn't show up and it yeah I was I was like she was she oh she threw it but she wasn't there and it was just kind of like awkward, but I actually met like two of my closest homegirls now there. Um, and I was like, I, I don't know, like it, it like was at the back of my mind, like maybe I should do my, maybe I should bring mine back so I can make it what I want. And then like literally, like this is God, literally like the next day Alicia texted me and was like, okay, so remember you were talking about that brunch? It's like two months later. Remember you talking about that brunch? And I was like, yeah, yeah. She's like, actually, I think we can like get a space. I think I have, I think we can just do it at Jackie's. And I was like, 
oh really she's like yeah we can just do it on the rooftop like let's chat about it and so literally like we talked about it um you know I made the flyer and like the logo and I came up with black girls brunch club so I was like oh this is cute like you know it's cute and um posted it on our social media and posted like our little link we're gonna do we're doing it for free and I think it was like 55 spaces and like maybe within like a few days it was sold out and we were like oh okay and so then we did another one like really quick turnaround too um yeah (laughs) we did like two in one month uh those were the last 255 ones and uh yeah those sold out and those sold out within 24 hours and we're like okay and I, I do, li- I did like the smaller 55 brunches because I felt like people were able to talk more. I felt like people were able to sit and build community. Like a lot of girls came up to me and told me like, like at my bigger brunches, like, Hey, I actually met my friend here. Or like, we have a group, we get together like every week. Like I hang out with girls that I met at Black Girls Brunch Club. And we did like a whole like 4th of July thing. Like we get together and we we know how to throw a party, right? And so like, in my type of party, like a kickback. And so like everybody is coming up to us and like being like, you know, we're building community. This is only at 55 people. And we're like, we're so capped, we're settling out. So then there, we like had a conversation and was like, are we going to get, should we try 200? <laughs> like, does that seem like it's a lot? Like, can you, do you think we can do it? And so we did our first like takeover and yeah, it sold out in 24 hours. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, oh my God, like this is crazy. It's something we need. I think about how many of us, we work in a field or we go to these jobs or wherever we go and we don't see a lot of us. And so what I really love, cause I did come to the smaller brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started coming to the bigger ones. But what I love is that you and Alicia both stress that this is not a networking event where you talk about your job. And I think that has allowed us to build community and not be superficial. And I really love that because I don't think anyone ever knew that I worked in government because I didn't have to talk about my job. I'm so much more than that. So I really love that. And I love now that I can't come because I'm not in Oregon like that, but it's still nice to see you all get together. And I see you're partnering with you did something with yoga recently, but you just creating this safe space for Black ladies in this very white place. And like you said, you walk around and people are touching your hair and people are noticing the dog more than they notice you. To me, that's like another eraser of me. Um, but I love that you create this space where it's very diverse in age too. I mean, I think people oh, think Black people are monolith. Yeah, I so like a few things there when we talked. Um, I don't think I knew so. Alicia has I don't know the blow up her spot, but Alicia has like a really like high job, like she is very known in her industry, and like she, you know, she's doing what she got to do. That that's my girl. And um, I don't think I really knew what she did until I like really like maybe felt like really looked at her Instagram, and I was like, oh my god, like you're so dope but we talked a lot about how I feel like in any other more than any other city that I've been in and I thought I was going to feel like this in LA people ask the first thing people ask you before is like your name and where you work and it's like why 
does that matter? And it sometimes feels like people are trying to figure out where they should place you based on where you work. And that's just not fair to me. Like you could be a nurse, you could be a waitress, you could be the CEO and I'm going to treat you the same. So I don't understand why like you get somewhere and that's the first question. And so we actually were very adamant about not making this a professional networking thing and creating a space where Black women can show up fully as themselves. And I don't think that really exists in many places. And so that's always been something we get people that are like, you should make it quote unquote more impactful. And I said, I'm never going to make it professional. I'm never going to make it professional. The only way that I will make it professional is supporting black women businesses. But it's other than that, like I'm never going to turn this into a networking thing. And you know, me and my boundaries, I will tell people to go create it themselves. If they're like, oh, <laughs> you should do blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, that sounds amazing. You can totally create it and I'll support you because I'm not going to change our vision when we were very adamant about making it a space where Black women don't have to put on that face, don't have to quote unquote change their voice or their tone or how they talk to people. Like we have people who show up exactly how they are. I don't, I don't like to put dress codes on things. I don't like to, you know, tell people it's only for quote unquote young professionals. We have we had somebody that was 65 show up at the last brunch. Like, bring your mama, bring your granny, bring your auntie, bring your cousins. Like, this is not that. There's a vibe for everybody. You know, it's chill at first. You can eat. You can pick your vibe. You can go up on the patio or the uh, rooftop and it's very chill. You can go in the middle and you can turn up. But like, it's not, it's, it's a community and it's more about that community than it is anything else. So I'm never going to make it BIPOC. I tell people, don't ask me. I'm never going to invite allies. <laughs> Don't ask me. We may do, we want to expand our um thing. So our offering. So we are trying to do more and we have a lot in um the works for our anniversary, which is next or which is next month, actually. Yay! Uh, um, so our anniversary is coming up. So we have a lot in the works and we will do things, but I ain't never gonna make it by box. So I'm like, we are black women are grouped with women of color so often and our troubles are our struggles are so different than any other race and so I'm not going to group us together and it's something that Alicia and I are on the same page and so when people ask I say I love that create your own yeah I love I love what you're doing and I'm very sorry that people think that professionalism means impact I mean the impact that you create monthly to know that I can come and be myself and see other black ladies and I can shake my ass in the main part of the floor and I can go up to the rooftop and bake in the sun like you're creating such a different vibe in like there's like four different areas you can go to, let's say that. And it's very different in each area. And so it's like, I get to be like on a vacation in my city for the day. So I am so thankful that you two are so clear on your boundaries and what you are creating because you're making a huge impact. Like you had a woman drive down from Seattle. If I remember driving down from Seattle, Seattle three hours away I know the girls in Seattle want us to come up there so bad we got to figure it out but yeah people will drive down it's just I just think it we have such a unique market and we're at the point where people are like trying to come to us and be like how do we get more people and I'm like honestly we're just authentic we're ourselves both of her and I are very kind we balance each other out because she is extroverted and I love it because I'm like, thank you, girl. Like you can handle all the other things because I'm, I'm nervous. Right. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, yeah. But I love that you two live in your 
unapologetic selves. Like there was a time where Alicia looked at you to see if you wanted to speak. You're like, you know, I'm shy. Like you can do it. And I love that because people know that I feel like I can be a little awkward. <laughs> so people know that you can be an awkward black lady and you can be a very extroverted black lady and you still will build community. And you're still welcome here because there are people, the extroverts know how to just grab you. Um, yeah. And so I love that. Like I have come to the black girl brunches by myself and definitely met people. I first people to talk to, like I'll see someone and be like, oh my God, are you by yourself? And like Alicia will do that. And like, we'll be like, oh, let's find you a group to sit with or let's find you. I think she's by herself too. Like go sit by her. So like, even like the, the self-awareness that we both have to be like, we want people to have a good experience. And, you know, we, we learn things and we evolved and we're trying to keep up and we're also human. So we hope the girls give us grace sometimes when we need to take a break or, you know, we take care of ourselves, but yeah, we try. The girls don't give y'all grace because they need (laughs) y'all. They do. Like what you're creating is just, I hate the word magical, but it is very magical, very sweet, very just, I get to relax. Like when I was going to the black girl bunch, it was actually a really difficult time in my life um, where I didn't feel like I belonged in a place that I went to majority of my life. Uh, those days are hours. And so to come to the black girls brunch and to be extremely free, it was just, I mean, to this day, I can't remember the feeling of each brunch I've been to. I've been to most of them um, from over the years. So I'm just really, really proud of you. And it's nice to hear about the one year anniversary coming up next month. You're you're dropping some little hints. You're not saying anything. And I love it because the girls have something to be excited for. Um, but tell me what's next for you? Like, what are you looking forward to in your life? Yeah, um, for me, I honestly am working on just crafting a life that I just love. Like I'm on one end, I'm in therapy. I'm working on a lot of like childhood traumas, but I feel healed for the most part. And I'm like growing through my healedness. I feel whole. I feel like I'm at a place where I know who I am and I'm comfortable with it. And so, girl, I'd be doing whatever I want. I'd be like, I just find hobbies that I like. I'm doing things that I will always want to do when I was little. Um, just like dressing how I want. I'm like, oh, girl, I would have loved to wear this in 2000, but your girl was only 11 years old. So let me, uh, <laughs> you know, let me wear this little mini skirt right now because <laughs> why I got it and the body, my body is is great, and my body gonna be great no matter what it looks like and. I just, I really just pour love into everyone. So for me, I'm like, I'm just looking forward to just living my best life, what that looks like for me. Um, Continuing therapy. I'm never going to stop therapy. Um, Me and my dog gonna go on adventures. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so just excited. Um, You know, I'm, I'm at a place where like, I just am in love with my life and I, you know, I have a good, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm in a really good place. Like I'm, I look back and you know how people are always looking for the next thing. I'm really trying to be present in my blessings right now. Like I have, you know, pretty much everything I want. I have my own place. I have a great job. I have a great partner. I got a dog. Like I'm just in a really good like space. And so I'm trying to stay present in my blessings right now. So like, I don't have a lot of long-term goals right now because I think I've spent a lot of my life worrying about the next thing I'm working on just being okay with my boundaries not being guilty about them 
being, you know, building my community, building my girl group. I got a lot of things I want to do this summer. So I hope people are ready for all the adventures, but I really just, you know, I'm in Oregon. I really just want to explore and just be present in my, be present in my blessings. That's, that's, that's what my year is about right now. I love that. I love that for you. I love that you said, be present in my blessings. That's so beautiful. I want to go back to something that you said that I totally forgot. And I want to mention it now, but you talked about people think you look like SZA with your hair, but I think you two have a very similar dressing vibe. You both give me a little Aaliyah. Um, And so I think that like you had on some blue jeans recently with like a crop top the jeans are kind of baggy that was totally Aaliyah um, so I can see like obsessed with the like I'm obsessed with like the 90s and 2000s and again for me it's a self-healing to be able to dress how I wanted to when I was younger like I don't know I can't explain it but I, I just be doing what I want girl like I'd be like dang I see like I watch a lot of music videos. I'm like really into music videos. And so I'll watch a music video and see an outfit and be like, well, I'm going to re- recreate that. And then I do. Like, that's really like what I do. So I, somebody told me I dress like a Vixen, a, video, a 2000s video Vixen. I said, I'll take it, girl. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. Um, uh, yeah, so we do dress pretty similar that way. I think that's funny. Um, sometimes I get my inspiration from her, but I, I don't know. I think I'm just obsessed with the 2000s and the 90s. And so- yeah, a lot of the clothes I have are like that inspiration. I love it. I love seeing you evolve. I love this conversation because there's been times that we tried to get together, you know, two busy ladies having difficulties uh, bringing ourselves together. But it's been so nice to catch up with you. And I say it often and I'm going to say it again and again and again that I am very proud of you. And I'm very thankful for you to move to Portland and it can be hard to be a transplant into someone's city and try to make changes. And you just did it so effortlessly, effortlessly and so beautifully. So thank you. Thank you. I know that this summer is going to be lit for the black girls and you. And I know that people will come and I'm so excited to watch you grow in this and see where you go. I know big things are going to happen. And so I'm excited. I'm thankful that you're being very intentional following your spirit and your gut. But before we have you go on about your day and do what you do, I want to know where can the ladies find you on these social media streets? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so my personal Instagram is LexinCity13.13. I have a TikTok too. That's what my TikTok is. Um, I don't really be on anything else, but <laughs> uh and then my the brunch club is Black Girls Brunch Club PDX. Sounds great. Thank you, Alexis. Listeners just know, sis, we will be adding Alexis details in the uh, show notes. Please, please follow her. If you're in these Portland streets or if you want to start your own Black Girls Brunch, Alexis is your go-to person. When I tell you the sis is doing the dang thing, I mean that. She's that girl if you want brunch. Alexis, thank you so much and I hope you have an amazing day. I'm super thankful that you came on the show. It's just such a blessing to watch you grow, watch you be, and watch you live your best girl life. I love it. Congrats. Thank you so much. I appreciate you.